0: You're listening to the Inside Syracuse Basketball Podcast, presented by Krause Health, the exclusive healthcare partner of Syracuse Athletics. Well, Welcome back to a special edition of the Inside Syracuse Basketball Podcast. We've got a guest that will be familiar to a lot of Syracuse fans out there. The uniform might look a little different on Saturday, but the face will be familiar. Uh, Syracuse, former Syracuse player Joe Girard joins us, now with the Clemson Tigers. Joe, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, thanks for having me. It's uh, good to be back here. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's good to see and talk to you again. You know, with the game coming up on Saturday, I was wondering, have you given any thought to what the day's going to be like for you?
1: Hey, be completely honest, I really haven't, and you know, people might just say I'm just saying that I really honestly haven't. Um, you know, I actually, you know, I still talk to G Man still talk to Pete, you know, Bury, some of the guys even on the team, um, here and there, but. It uh it hasn't really hit me that even like I'm going back to play against them and uh you know I'm just in the midst of my season they're in the midst of their season and you know as a uh, as somebody who's like you know living in it you kind of don't really think too far ahead you always kind of just take one game at a time um so you don't really think too much about it uh but now that it's here uh you know I'm just kind of focused on the game plan focused on the scout whenever we get it and uh, other than that I haven't really thought too much of it it'll be great to see everybody um I think that'll be the most exciting thing for me is just seeing all the people that, you know, were there with me for four years and uh, bands included. Um, but other than that, once the ball goes up, it's a it's a new game.
0: <laughs> I'm sure, though, it's a date that your parents have had circled on their calendars for a long time, right?
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's easy for them to travel Uh, just like it was the last four years. <laughs> It'll be easy travel game for them. And actually, like I said before, the uh, the season started like the only thing that'll be weird for me is is seeing them in the other side <laughs> i think that'll be the weirdest thing for me seeing where my parents are sitting you know after seeing them in the dome for four years where they sat in the same seat um uh, but now having to sit in the visitor section will be a little different a little weird so that'll be the weirdest thing um but you know everybody's excited good to see a lot of family there a lot of friends um and even people that you know i met in the community of syracuse who have texted me saying they're going to the game it'll be it'll be great to see them
0: well the Town of glens falls be deserted on saturday is everyone coming to the game i mean do you know if you, do you have a lot of family and friends from glens falls coming
1: i do i mean i got a lot of my cousins coming a lot of uh you know friends uh who are going to be there supporting um i know glens falls actually the high school team's doing a really good job right now having a great season um and they're undefeated so i'm not really sure what their schedule is but um, i'm sure a lot of people will be there um no matter what and uh I've, I've talked to like i said a lot of cousins and friends who i already know are going
0: do you know where the visitor's locker room is at the carrier dome? Oh, I said carrier dome. It's the JMA wireless dome. Do you know where the visitor's locker room is?
1: Actually, I do. I'm actually uh two and zero in there. I uh both my football state championships, we were in the visitors' locker room. So um I'm actually pretty familiar with it and uh have some hardware hanging up in there.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So two and zero.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hope to make it three. Hope to make it three.
0: What do you think? What kind of reaction do you think the crowd is going to give you on Saturday when you're introduced?
1: Uh, I'm really not sure, honestly. Um, I'm sure it'll be a mix of both. I'm um, just seeing, you know, as a still in the way opponent, um, you know, when the game goes on. Um, but, you know, I mean, I had a great four years there. Um, whether, you know, some people appreciate it or not, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, you know, I know my teammates and my coaches um, were always there for me and, you know, had a great time. And I think, Uh, a lot of times, sometimes the, uh, what I like to call Twitter coaches was a little blown out of proportion just because, you know, that's the way social media works nowadays. And you still see it even today, um, with me not being there. So, um, uh, I'm looking forward to getting back there, seeing a lot of people who, you know, really supported me for four years, um, and were with me for four years and had a a great four years with me. So, um, I'm not too worried about that. And, uh, I know it'll be a great time.
0: So when you came to Syracuse, you were this big time recruit who had broken all this New York state scoring records. And some people said, Oh, he's got, is he the next Jerry McNamara? And that's a lot to put on anybody. Right. At Clemson, mm-hmm. you go there, it's a different set of circumstances and I'm assuming a different set of expectations. So what's, what's that been like for you?
1: Yeah, it's totally different. I think, uh, you know, in a sense you can kind of compare like Clemson football to Syracuse basketball in a way, in the way that uh, you know, the attention is brought to the school. Um, you know, Syracuse basketball obviously is what I mean, Coach Beheim <laughs> made that place, um and you know, made it known for. Um kinda like the way that Clemson football's been here for a lot a, a little while. But what people really don't understand is Coach Barnell's, I think what, second or third longest tenured coach in the ACC. Um, and he's been here at Clemson for fourteen years <clears throat> and won a lot of games. So I uh although it wasn't I wasn't going to what I'll call a basketball school. I was still going to a school that had a lot of respect for their basketball program and, you know, had some great players come through here and obviously had a great season last year where it didn't end, unfortunately, the way they wanted to. But um, I knew I was going to a program where a lot of people are are behind it, a lot of people are supporting it. And I saw that even in my first day here. I think people just love Clemson sports. Uh, The first day I got here, uh, way back in June, was when uh, the baseball team was hosting the – College World Series within their region, and you couldn't even f- step foot inside the uh, the baseball stadium without seeing purple and orange everywhere. So that was exciting for me, and I've saw I've seen it, you know, throughout all of our basketball games too. Now, so um, it's a different atmosphere, but at the same time, the people here love their Clemson sports and love their Clemson basketball.
0: What's it been like for you being the new guy, but also kind of being an, an old guy?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a different. It's definitely you
0: know. You you Got to fit in, right? What's it been like?
1: Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic. It's funny you say that. Uh, you know, like I came here to kind of be a leader, help the guys out. You know, obviously, I uh, you know, last year at Syracuse, I was me and Jesse were kind of like the only guys who've been there for four years, and we had a group of six freshmen and a bunch of new guys. So, um, you know, we were really the leaders, and you know, I came here trying to be a leader and uh, at the same time trying to fit in, and uh, actually. Sometimes the coaches would pull me aside, just telling me to, I guess, be a little bit more vocal because, you know, I didn't want to step on anybody's feet. Uh, You know, I am the new guy. I want to fit in with everybody. I want everybody to like me. And, you know, I want to do what everybody else is doing as well. But at the same time, it comes push comes a shove. You know, there's somebody that's got to step up. And, you know, I've tried doing that, um, you know, here and there, but it's gotten a lot better lately. And, uh, you know, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable with it. But at the same time, you still, like you said, you want to, when you first get here, fit in and not be the guy that's coming in trying to uh, overtake anyone.
0: You mentioned uh, last year at Syracuse, you and Jesse were the you know two main seniors on the team. Do you, you know, Jesse also transferred. He's at West Virginia. You keep in touch with him?
1: Oh yeah. Just, uh, we were just talking the other day. He had uh, his 1,000th point. I think he scored uh, a game or two ago. So just reached out, congratulated him. Um, I know he was out for a while with his wrist and everything too. So, um, but yeah. Keep in contact with Jess. Yeah, I'll be boys with Jesse for life. And, uh, you know, I'm glad he's doing well and he's happy over there. Um, and, you know, we had a great four years together, that's for sure.
0: I'm going to take you back to uh, last year at the end of the season. You and I have talked about this many times. But I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many times I still get asked by fans or told by fans that you were run off, that you were <laughs> asked to leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You want to put that to rest again for the fifth
1: time? <laughs> I sure do. Yeah, I'll do it till I'm blue in the face. Uh, you know, I just, I played for Coach Beheim and uh, Coach Bam's the one who recruited me and G-Max the one who recruited me. And I got the utmost respect for Coach Red. Um, but when you go from playing to the Hall of Famer um, and the guy recruited you and he just abruptly retires um, and God's blessed you with another year of eligibility, um, it just kind of makes sense to see all your options. And, uh, you know, that's what I wanted to do. Um, And, you know, like I said, I loved my teammates. There'd be no sense for me, uh, for any of them to want to run me off or any of the coaches because, you know, they were with me for four years as well. So uh, I had a great four years there. I loved everybody. Everybody loved me um, that was in the program. And, uh, you know, we had great relationships, great connections. Um, But I just wanted to see what another world was like. Um, I had been in New York for 22 years of my life, grew up in New York. And, uh, you know, there's other avenues. And if you want to be a professional in any aspect – uh, you kind of gotta get away from yourself and get out of your comfort zone. and that's kind of what this allowed me to do for a year.
0: So compared to the role that you're filling there at Clemson this year to mm-hmm. the role or roles you filled in your four years at Syracuse
1: I think it's similar. It's just a different style. Um, you know, you know, Syracuse, it's kind of a. Uh, there's more of a pro style, I'd say, approach to, you know, the way that you play, um, kind of attacking matchups um, and, you know, creating a lot off the bounce and a lot off the dribble Um, and just being, you know, playmakers. And, you know, that's what makes Syracuse basketball program so great. Um, Just in contrast here, what makes it so great is we have a system that, you know, kind of makes everybody move around, gets everybody involved. There's not much dribbling. There's a lot of passing, a lot of cutting, um, and a lot of screening. Um, and both styles work it's just two different two, two different ways to play and that's why both have been successful um I'm actually just playing similar um it's just uh a different style. I'm still one of the guys who's going out there trying to make plays for teammates trying to make plays for myself um just within a different way and a different system so uh I'd say in terms of a role it's actually a lot similar than you know I I'd, I'd thought and people would have thought um it's just a different way of playing
0: okay I'm gonna Hit you with one here you're going to love compare Brad Brownell to Jim Beheim.
1: huh I mean it a lot of coaches are similar I mean they really are uh you know I mean these two they're both competitive as heck um I found that out quick you know coach Brownell really loves you know competing and working and I think I mean, you know that's what beheim you know made himself off of too he uh coach Beheim, really liked players who would get in the gym by themselves um will go to work by themselves, would put in the extra time. And, you know, you find that out quick here about Brownell too. Um and a lot of times coaches really don't say it. Um, you can just kind of tell by the way, you know, they might do something at practice or they might make a comment here at practice, but or in the film or something. Um coaches really like guys who go and put in extra time and they both love that. Um I think they uh the difference. <laughs> uh Coach Bayham really loved the two three zone and was the master at it. Um, obviously, and you know, taught it a different way than anybody else can teach it, and that's why it was so good for so long. Um, and he's he's, I'll say, I say, Coach Behan's the smartest guy I know, like on and off the court. You know, talking about basketball, talking about life, talking about anything. Coach Bam's really smart. Um, and you know, Coach Brownell is as well. So I think they're really just similar. Um, Coach Brownell is a really great people's person as well. Um, he's really approachable, and people love talking to him and uh, on and off the court and he's great to have a relationship with so and uh, I still got a relationship with Coach Boeheim as well so um, I'm glad I got both those guys in my corner.
0: Well you get a chance to see Coach Boeheim while you're here because he has generally stayed away from the games except for recently there was a special occasion with Dave Bing being honored but uh, you come into town do you get a chance to see him?
1: I haven't talked to him about it. Um, I'm not sure what he's doing. I'm sure he's gonna be busy. Um, he may even be calling a game. Um, I've heard he's calling a game one of ours here pretty soon. I hope. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, I haven't really, I haven't really talked to him about seeing him while we're there. You know, it's always busy when you go to an away game, especially. Um, I think we got a noon tip off, so it's gonna probably be a little bit hard. Um, but, but you know, I still talk to coach here and there, and uh, I'm excited to see him pretty soon.
0: What have you done with all your Syracuse gear?
1: Well, I'm keeping that forever. <laughs> I'm a I'm a big gear guy, and uh, once this is over, maybe I'll go every other day: Monday, Tuesday, Clemson, th- Wednesday, Thursday, Syracuse, uh, with wearing gear. So <laughs> we'll see about it. But no, I'll have it forever. Um, I got four year loads of it, so um, it's hard to get rid of all that. Um, but you know, I'll uh, I'll always have it, and uh, you know, I'm still Syracuse for life. I'm an alum there. Um, and you know, once the season's over, I got two teams to root for.
0: Are you trying to convince Coach Brownell to take the team to any special place for Friday dinner?
1: <laughs> I actually got into some ask uh some questions about like what are the good spots. Um if I had one pick, it'd definitely be Francesca's, that's for sure. Um I missed that place. Um I always loved it. You know, I'd go there all the time, my family, my girlfriend here and there. And uh that was definitely the go to spot for me. The best part about life in Clemson, South Carolina is Oh man. I mean, it's kind of the obvious the weather. Um <laughs> I'm me and my girlfriend what We're what here. Weather. Uh, <laughs> we uh we're living on a lake. Um and you know, I get to do class online, so I get to kind of enjoy it a lot more. Um just being outside, um, you know, kind of enjoying some sun and then playing basketball. That's really all it is for me. Is really living here, um, having a good time, you know, being like I said, independent, kind of living on my own, away from home. Um and not you know being able to rely on a two hour drive if I wanted to to go home and then playing basketball I really that's really all it is you know I don't like I said I don't have much school um and when I do it's it's good stuff that I'm learning I'm learning about athletic leadership which is a lot of fun um and something that I wanted to get into uh, when I'm older so it's useful um and then like I said it's going to the gym so that's where a lot of my time is.
0: Is there anyone in particular that you're looking forward to seeing at the dome on Saturday? Whether it's a fan family member
1: security guard <laughs> uh I mean it'd be wrong of me to pick out one person uh but I'm just really excited to see everybody uh I got a bunch of texts already even after last night's win just saying you know great win can't wait to see you on Saturday um and I could probably I can't even name it's probably like 25 people I've already heard that from so um I'm just looking forward to getting there um uh, seeing the dome again and just being able to have a good game and uh you know, hopefully a Clemson win, but seeing a lot of people and have a lot of smiles on their face.
0: Well, I hope your parents find their way to the right section to sit in. I hope you find your way to the right locker room to go in. That would be awkward. Sure. Um, and it would be fun for me to see you and in, in person again, uh, and sure. watch you play Joe. So thank you for joining us here uh, on the podcast and we'll see you Saturday at the dome.
1: Appreciate it. I'll see you there. Join us next time for the Inside Syracuse basketball podcast, presented by Krause Health, the exclusive healthcare partner for Syracuse Athletics.